January in and September is a like new year twice a year is a new start so in August uh, everyone is uh, is uh, resting on holiday and your head is resting and we ready to start anew but um, in my heart uh, came the uh, thought for the prayer and fasting. There is a one uh, scripture that I will speak today from, and I will share what is in my heart. Second Chronicles, seven fourteen. Let's read it. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Let's say it loudly. If my people, repeat after me, who are called by my name will humble themselves, will humble themselves. Don't rush will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and will heal their land. It's a God's part and it's our part and we never will be God's and we will never fulfill God's part. We are humans, and let's leave the God his part, but let's take our part. And we are work together with God. Some people say God is good, and he is ruling over all the world. Whatever he wants, he will do. He could do everything what uh, what he planned, but he gave us the free will to choose and to to the end till the end of the our life and the end of the world. We are not robotics. We are not robots, and we have our free will. It's so scary sometimes because it's a responsibility and we we it doesn't allow us to to get lazy to behave as our uh, fleshly nature wants and sometimes we want to uh, live according to fleshly nature but we want to results of the spirit and it's not never happen the devil is uh, clever and he can lead you into the place that you you will be disappointed because you won't receive what you expected so god is doing his will and he is ready and he expects us to do our part so we have a few aspects here First, it says, humble, if my, if my people will humble themselves. 
So first is humbleness. Humbleness. I met in my life so many people who were praying, and I was praying in some prayers. Maybe you were praying also in these prayers, but deep, deep inside, you feel that something wrong. You do something wrong. You pray, you confess something, you dis, uh, you prophesy even something, but inside you hear the voice, stop it. Some, some few times I found myself in this place, and you know what, what it was? I was just arrogant. And I was praying from my desires, fleshly desires and, and needs. From my fleshly nature, I, I tried to do godly things. I was following God, but, but this, uh, very often it's witchcraft. And it's in, in God's name, you even uh, uh, command the things. I, I did this, God, do this, destroy this, say to this, God, say that this won't happen, say that this may happen. Have you prayed in those prayers? Or is it just me experimenting? And in all those situations, you pray, and it seems you're doing good thing, but you feel like you just hitting the wall and this wall is not devil because the devil is for it's uh, already defeated and he needs to uh, part but you like hitting the wall and which never never goes away and you can fight as much as you want and you can take the fasting and prayer and you feel that something is not good and all the time, I found that this is my pride, my self-righteousness that uh, wants to uh, do my will and my desires, fleshly desires, and it never will pass. It never, never will go through. And thanks God that this won't go through. If he would do what I ask him to do, it's scary. I, I see just the beginning, and I thought it's uh, the best, but at the end, it's destroy, destroying me. So if, if he would do as I thought, I didn't see the details. I didn't see many things that will uh, harm us. So God was from his mercy standing as the hard wall. I've got my willpower. And, and you were thinking, I will take the, the heaven by power. And you just take with your all, your, all your strength and you just hit the wall so one more time just run to this wall and you will break it you will shout what god want, uh, needs to do so all these times god was saying be quiet be peaceful let's start from the beginning first step if my people will humble 
Proverbs 3, Proverbs 3, 5, 8 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Say with all your heart, in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path, path straight. Did you notice every day the people fail very often the most when they think that they have, that they can, and sometimes God uh, uh, has to uh, stop you from getting something because he see how quick you can uh, run forward and destroy yourself harm yourself with those things if we have something it doesn't mean that we can if we can it doesn't mean that it will be useful and it will be good i speak to myself when god is giving when god is giving us the things and uh, for example someone uh, got the uh, position of the manager and it says trust in a god in all your ways and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight do not be wise in your own eyes fear the lord and shun evil this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones this is the wisdom submit submit every morning you wake up and submit you have a plans where you go to work you do something this and that but submit all your plans to him you have to be flexible you thought to go to other city to live to other place but be flexible if god will says no if you say god but you decide whatever i plan to do but if god will says no don't push yourself if we pray in the correct words seems it doesn't seem that our prayer is correct our steps to right or left could be completely um, incorrect. Doesn't matter how it looks like. Uh, sometimes the details and small things are very important. Do we walk in our own understanding? How to do, how I know how to behave, I know how to, what to say to him, I know where to invest my money. How you know? Maybe yesterday you knew, but today you are in the same place and the answer could be completely different. God is only the one God. And from the beginning, all the, all the root of all the evil is love of money. If you think that you can be like God, you can fail, you can be in the wrong place. And if you think that you will go, you will take a land, 
uh, who can stop me? And this lives in all of us, this old uh, fleshly nature. The root is, is bad. This old roots, old uh, fleshly nature roots will never, never change. And if you just allow it to rule, uh, very quickly it will grow and flourish. Just a little bit um, not submitting to God. Again, do I need to ask God of everything? If you just leave it, allow it a little bit, it will uh, flourish as a parasite. Every day, every hour, sometimes even minutes, to be watchful. And it's good to have a people uh, next around you who love you. And when you start boosting in some pride, in the pride, the pride searched his heart and said, there is no pride in, in me. So we all have full of this pride and we have to be watchful. And uh, humbleness doesn't have anything in common with uh, self, low self-esteem, with fear, with um, uh, inability to do something. Humbleness is where you can, not when you must. You could, but you choose, you submit. And Jesus is the best example of humbleness when he lived on earth, the short life. He was living as the human, but he was fully God. He could do anything when the devil came and was tempting him to, uh, you are hungry and uh, you can turn the stones to bread. You are God. When he was tempting uh, Jesus in desert, he could do anything. He could swipe away everything in one uh, movement. He could not go on a cross. He was God. In one breath, he could change everything. He was the third part of the Trinity. He wasn't in fear. He can't do anything. He wasn't dependent on anything. He is God. But in free will, he chose to submit in a way of the will of Father. And he says, I'm not doing anything what I'm not seeing uh, Father doing. So this is the humbleness. I could, but I submit everything into your hands. So many times you don't need to ask God uh, when it's clear written. Uh, yesterday we had the um, wedding uh, of Agne and uh, her husband for, uh, is foreign, uh, uh, foreign, uh, and uh, speaks foreign language. And uh, I'm speaking 20 years in English. And I went to this um, 
kitchen here and I said, Lord, if it would be my will, I wouldn't get on a platform. This is not my will, it's not my desires. This is the worst, uh, what, what could happen to my life. You get, you put the platform, uh, put the lights on and microphone and speak. And 20 years, and I said, I was walking in this kitchen and I said, if it would be my will, I would run away from here. I wouldn't do this. But I understood. I remembered what I told God. I said, Father, let it be your will, not my will, your will. I wanted to sing, to be a singer. Oh, and God says, and you will talk. What to talk? I will give you every time when you need. So it means you never will learn every time, whatever it will be, a sermon or the wedding ceremony. There is many books and notebooks, but every time you write anew and you can't write something what you heard yesterday. You have to hear every day, let it be your will. So every time you walk on water, trusting in him that he will come, he will speak. And it's not easy to do God's will. And if they say that God is good, hallelujah, uh, so you will uh, serve the Lord a little bit. This is not hallelujah. One day you will understand that this is not a serious thing. This was just the play of Christian play, uh, the Christian club that we were singing and maybe doing something. To do God's will is not easy. It's cost everything. Yes, Christ pay all the price that we may be saved, but to to get uh, to to know God's will every time to step this step of faith, you have to go on a cross. I always uh, get the closeness of God every time that I need, and I will I will speak in English. This is the price that I have to pay. If you, if he decide that, that you have to speak, you will speak. If he decide that you have to get quiet, you will get quiet. Whatever he will say you to, to give an, in the offering, you will give. It's not your will. It's his will. And no one is, it's, uh, uh, no one is, uh, blocking me i'm a, have a free will and this is only way to life i don't know how is your will way in the beginning when the god said to me that i have to speak 5 years i i was uh, saying god why why me i like consulting uh, people 
and I was waiting. Maybe I was waiting. Maybe God will change his mind. And sometimes you are encouraged to come here to to uh, say the testimony. Come and speak because it's it's important to someone and it's important to you because or you go uh, crucify your fleshly nature on the cross or the fleshly nature will use you, will uh, manipulate you. Is You can change it. Tomorrow you will be the same. So allow God to uh, use you to you uh, to uh, to move through you and when we humble before god we will see it i'm not saying about your calling only about every day in every day's life in your family with your friends with everything submit everything and follow and you will see what god is preparing to prepare for you there and it's worth, and you will understand, it was worthy. The main, the main reward is God's presence. Some people say, I encounter God, but if you live in a sin, and you live in a fleshly nature, and you say that you know God, you encounter God, is not true you will hear god that will uh, show you some uh, uh, you will speak to you and give you the signs and, and 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 dreams to come back to him he is waiting till till uh, um, the son uh, prodigal son will come back home and you will hear only one voice to come back home humble before his hand and come back to your holiness to your place when you stay in god's in your own will you won't see god's goodness and holiness second step it says pray ephesians 6:18-19 Ephesians, Ephesians 6, 18, 19 says, And pray in the Spirit and on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So it's uh, a prayer is a... Uh, uh, talk talking to God. I'm I'm at work, for example, now, and I have some opportunity to first uh, some uh, to do something, and first I will pray and I ask God. God, should I do it? Should I accept it? Should I not? So in a prayer, basically you listen. I will repeat it. It's harder to listen. 
basically mainly you listen in a prayer because for you important is to hear not to say so one day you will come full of joy maybe today you were healed pain is gone and you pray to the lord worshiping him and giving thanks that you were he is your healer i pray in a, in a car in my car not necessary to pray at home you can pray everywhere right there where you are you are all the time with him you all the time connected with him you don't need to pray like uh, 24 hours per day it's not that you have to pray but it's a knowledge that god is always with you and uh, with all your fears you come to god you pour out your heart before him and when you are grateful to him you give thanks to him sometimes you coming just to comfort yourself and after this prayer it's a key uh, to to uh, um, after the prayer is the key to keep yourself alive so we come to him as as we are in every type of prayers i will say again if you pray in tongues pray as much as you can if you were in a car if you at work and you can pray in the tongues if you uh, work with the people you can but if you can if opportunity if you have opportunity pray in tongues the uh, mind it's uh, it's uh, it doesn't make anything to your mind but the spirit heart and spirit uh, god use you as a vessel to create to destroy what is needed it's a powerful tool so you have to pray in all the types of prayer and the third is seek my face so this is also a prayer but this is your room when you set up the time and you come to stay with god when we were um, on holiday we were visiting many places visiting many people so first thing i come to that place and my thought is god are you here uh, when we visit uh, the churches we visited uh, many churches too and first uh, thing god are you there it doesn't matter what is the worship what is the songs what is environment first thing is god are you there doesn't matter how many miracles uh, will happen or not when he is close you can do anything 
is the most precious thing what it can be when you come to to your room you separate this time for him and few years ago i was scared of the uh, silence when for example in a church uh, someone is talking talking and then it's silence and i thought it's something wrong so i i was trying to to fill up those gaps with my talking but the quietness the silence is not bad sometimes in the silence you hear his voice and it's challenging to stay quiet you come and all your mind is full of thoughts of uh, uh, fears of any deeds that you have to make and it's hard to get calm and today is not is not hard for me to calm down but it was time when it was very hard and maybe i was quiet but i was thinking so many things and i was scared of the uh, silence and then i understood i have to understand i learned to uh, quiet my soul my heart when you come to his presence sometimes you don't need to say anything and you come to god's presence and you can't say anything you just say god where i would be if not you and it seems like all your uh, soul and heart was fulfilled filled up with him with his presence ask god for the healing of your heart if you don't uh, uh, encounter this if you don't feel his presence we understand when uh, physically when the person uh, stops eating um, doesn't have an appetite for food is something uh, he is ill but spiritually is the same the spiritually is uh, the same you need to desire god to stay healthy and the last thing uh, ephesians 5 1 11. ephesians 5 1 11. follow god's example therefore as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love just as christ loved us and gave him say himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to god but among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or all of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for god's holy people nor should there be ob obscenity foolish talk or coarse joking which are out of place but rather thanksgiving for of this you can be sure no immoral impure or greedy person such a person is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of christ and of god let no one deceive you with empty words for because of such things god's wrath comes on those who are disobedient therefore do not be partners with them it says the fleshly nature has to be crucified it doesn't matter that we will be perfect 
we're not speaking about it, but if you see some unrighteousness in you, you have to fight a battle with sin. It says you didn't fight uh, till till the, the bloodshed with uh, sin. If you just justify yourself, I'm just a human. I do this because uh, someone, uh, husband or wife, provokes me. When we uh, when we uh, um, seek excuses, we open the door for the enemy. When we see excuses why we live like this, so then you open the door for the enemy to steal and to kill whatever he will touch you and your kids and and every anything because he is killer he is a destroyer he is a, a liar so god says look how you watch how you behave how you live nothing is no excuses for sin so only uh, only uh, when you follow the Holy Spirit, you will live righteous. You have to stop the fleshly nature. Sometimes it's an easy job. Sometimes you have to fight. Uh, some people maybe uh, um, uh, have a, a habit of uh, alcoholism. Uh, I know the people who were uh, not in an Alpha Center, but they, they were in a church and they had this uh, um, uh, problem with the alcoholism. Maybe some people have a addiction of uh, pornography and you fight this uh, battle as uh, long as uh, until you win till you have a victory so you have to uh, consciously open the door is to sin is one thing uh, surely the enemy will come and destroy and don't say that the god is uh, is uh, trying you uh, is an you open the door to the enemy but when you acknowledge and you say this sin and you say no more, I not allow. I don't allow for the enemy here to to enter, and my fleshly nature won't uh, rule. And you proclaim the Holy Spirit on this. And as uh, many times as you fail, you fail in God till you one day will have a victory of of this so today we 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 stop here and we gonna uh, finish maybe uh, uh, with the with the age or maybe as uh, when i live the more i live the more years comes the more God's fear comes to my heart, 
and I understand that the Christianity is not as I imagine it. It's so narrow way. It's a narrow way. And if today we wake up in the morning and think, oh, I have one hour to drive to uh, the church. It's so far. I won't go. If you don't pay the price today, don't say that you you follow God. The fleshly nature will show up always, and you have to crucify it. And it it's always comes, this fleshly nature, and cries to have mercy. But Christianity is a narrow path. It's so many lies of enemies is there. So many obstacles, and you don't, you you can't drink uh, alcohol and and thinking that this is Holy Spirit, uh, buzz, because you don't know where you can wake up one day. Uh, you said it's written that uh, they were drinking wine. Who had more life when they drink? Don't you see the examples how the alcohol destroys people? Um, there is no such a thing as uh, limited drinking. You know what is written. Uh, don't look at the glass of wine. It looks good, but when you drink, it comes into your brain and your eyes turn to uh, to uh, other women and the wine is uh, alcohol is uh, affects your brain as a simple things but this is just to to uh, please your fleshly nature so one woman was saying about the wine she said they are believers long time uh, first uh, they with the husband uh, uh, started to uh, to uh, drink just uh, one glass maybe on a holiday just to relax and they said to uh, to their uh, neighbors to their friends and and they started to uh, to drink a little bit so all those three couples who were drinking occasionally uh, they um, finally got into that they cheated on their spouses so small foxes one hole one compromise one small thing little bit here little bit there and the walls falling and one day you see how this life of this person was destroyed it was com small compromises, small fleshly things. I should pray now, but there is a soap opera on a TV. And you just uh, press the button and you're laughing. But those small things decide of big things. You have to learn how to submit your body 
as a soldier wake up in the morning, you have to march, then you have to stop. I remember when we had this training in that school, we were marching, we were singing. So um, imagine uh, this army uh, nature and your body should be trained. And you wake up in the morning and you know. But if you fail one morning, second morning, and you become lazy, the fleshly nature is clever. He knows the small steps, step by step, and it will fall. And then when you decide, day after day, step by step, submit to God, you will see His glory. When the person starts praying with different types of prayer, very often the uh, storm comes. Don't be afraid of it. Uh, sometimes people say, I didn't pray and everything was quiet. And then I started to pray and the things started to happen. Don't be scared. The devil will do anything, uh, anything to stop you. He, starts, um, he tries to uh, bring the fear to you. As the, in times of Pharaoh, when the Israelites were parting from Egypt, uh, he was uh, scaring them with the things. When you pray, when the church is praying, the church is seeing. You have to fight this good fight of, of faith. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, that none of, of uh, uh, lack of warmness will stay in our hearts. We want to see your desires that be fulfilled in our lives. Jesus, thank you for uh, cleansing us, for cleansing us, for restoration. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you for repentance. Thank you for the uh, holy fear, for the love touch that whoever needs. Thank you.